WRUTW. All the I'm Bob Cudmore, and this is Talk of the Town on Magic 590, also available on 100.5 FM. Joining us is Kathy Sheehan, the mayor of Albany. We'll begin with a couple of constituent questions. Uh, one constituent writes that he or she's heard that the Swinburne Skating Rink in Albany is going to be uh, converted to a roller skating rink. Constituent likes that and like to have the kids over there uh, to uh, roller skate. Is that true? Yes, we are going to launch roller skating and swin at Swinburne Park. Um, it's going to be seven days a week from three to nine. There'll be music. Um, this will go on for eight weeks. It's a trial run, and there are skates available for um, people to rent for three dollars. So. Uh, we're really looking forward to that. It is uh, going to be an opportunity to get more use out of the rink before uh, the winter comes and we create the ice. Is uh, where is that located? Uh, Swinburne Park is located in the uh, at the edge of the West Hill neighborhood in the city mm-hmm. of Albany, near Bleecker Stadium. A lot of people know where Bleecker Stadium is. Uh, Swinburne Park is 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 right next to it. But the, the you will go back to ice skating next winter. We will go yeah. back to ice skating, assuming we don't have the winter that we had last winter, where we probably could have roller skated all winter long. <laughs> could be. All right. The other uh, constituent uh, question: uh, the person writes, uh, "Cleaning an attic." found an old uh, file cabinet filled with uh, tax returns, doesn't want to just leave it out uh, for the trash. He's concerned about uh, identity theft, and he doesn't want to buy a shredder uh, just for this one task. And he wonders if uh, such a large object, this file cabinet, be taken to the city dump. Well, uh, the file cabinet itself is is separate from the tax returns inside of it. What I would suggest that he do is to box those up and bring them to Washington Park on October 15th. From 1 to 4, we have a giant shredding event that is occurring there. Um, we do these shredding events on a oh. regular basis for our residents where they can bring things like uh, – you know, papers that need to be shredded that they don't want to just put out. We also take uh, books, um, and it's a, a, a an opportunity for people to um, to drop those types of things off. Really, free shredding. Free shredding. Okay. Uh, well, let's go to some uh, topics in the news. Already some stories uh, about this. The city budget, the Albany city budget, to be presented to the Common Council early next week. What can you tell us about the budget? Well, we're in the process of finalizing that budget, but we uh, expanded our tax base. So we are able to increase our tax levy without increasing the tax rate. So that will be uh, part of the budget that's going to be presented. You know, it was a challenging budget. Mm -hmm. We have uh, significant challenges with revenue. Uh, We really took a sharp pencil. Uh, We've done that. This is my third budget. Uh, We've done it with every budget. My first two budgets uh, were um, well within the 2% growth that that Governor Cuomo has set as a target. Um, This budget goes even further. So uh, when we roll that out uh, on Monday... I think that there's going to be an opportunity for people to take a look at how hard our departments have worked and we have worked to really drive efficiencies and be responsible stewards of taxpayer Mm. dollars. You're saying no uh, property tax increase? Well, the levy, the the levy is going to increase, but p- 
people will not see their property tax rate increase, and that's because we were, we grew our tax base, and so okay. that allows us the ability to raise more revenue without raising the rate that we're charging people for their property taxes. How about fees? Will there be new fees? We aren't introducing any new fees in this budget. We've got to get our arms around the new fees that we put in in 2016. I, um, if, if I can be dinged for anything, it's that I'm hopelessly optimistic sometimes. We had a lot of new fees in the last budget, and uh, we ran into some issues around, uh, for example, double poll legislation and the time that it's taking for us to get that legislation right and to get it passed. But uh, we have some really uh, great fee lines that we need to ensure that we do an expert job in 17 of delivering on the, the fees that are in place. And will you continue to seek uh, more funding from the state of New York? Yes, we will. We worked with the state. The state hired a uh, firm to come in and really take a hard look at our budget. They met with all of our departments, the large departments, and uh, really looked at what what the next three to five years looks like for the city of Albany. And we are going to be seeking additional aid. The purpose of that was to really determine what is the need that the city has for additional state aid. And I think we've made the case. This was our big topic uh, last week, the corruption uh, probe of uh, the state government executive offices involving uh, development projects. Local developer Joseph Nicola was arraigned uh, this week in a case involving alleged corruption. The Times Union reported that you're on a bipartisan list of political leaders who've received political campaign donations from Nicola, ranging from uh, Governor Cuomo, uh, some state senators, the county executive of Albany County, and even the attorney general, Eric Schneiderman, who's prosecuting Nicola. And Governor Cuomo now says he's going to set uh, that donation and others that he's received from people involved in the probe aside. I, I gather he's not going to touch them or the, the money or something. Would would you consider that with the money he's uh, that you would receive? Well, to be clear, you know, I've received donations from Columbia Development and from uh, Joe Nicola over the course of a number of years. That's not money that was received this year um, that was reported. But, you know, I, I, I want to stress that the charges against uh, Nicola are not related to any project that involved the city. So this was not any um, city-based project or uh, bid that went out, but I certainly uh, would be willing to set that aside. I know that somebody had pointed out as an example another elected official who, when there was a scandal involving a donor, mm-hmm. and and once that was that person was convicted, she took those donations and donated them to charity. So um, certainly, you know, I, I'm if I want to ensure. Uh, the residents of Albany, the voters of Albany, that my vote uh, and my um, you know policies are not up for sale. Um, it does cost money to run a campaign, but uh, I, th- those campaign contributions uh, should not be tainted. So uh, I certainly would um, would look to do that. There continues to be extensive coverage of uh, of this story. You know, it's not just a, a one day story in the news. Uh, in, in light of that, I mean, is, is this putting up some kind of a caution flag in terms of uh, development in Albany or maybe the Capital District? Well, I think that it is important that we have transparent processes around how we are spending taxpayer dollars. 
and that the playing field has to be fair for everyone. And that's what I committed to at the time that I ran for mayor um, now almost four years ago. And it's what I remain uh, committed to today. So in looking at the developments, we have a number of developers who are working in downtown Albany um, and throughout Albany. And so the message that we want to make sure we send as a city is that we are open for business and that this is a place where everybody has a fair shot uh, and where the rules are clear and it's a fair playing field. This is a story that we've talked about a lot, but you've got something to report this week about the sinkhole. I gather water restrictions have been lifted. Water restrictions have been lifted. The water is flowing again. It was a really complicated project, complicated by the fact we're already planning on digging in that street for a project that is going into the ground this fall. So it really extended the time that we were there. I have spoken with the commissioner. Um, you know, I know that the residents are weary. Uh, we can't thank them enough for their patience. We know that this has been a long slog. And we hope that the benefits of improved stormwater runoff and the reduced risk of flooding will be beneficial to them. But we're looking to get out of there completely as quickly as possible. I'm Bob Cutmore. This is Talk of the Town on Magic 590, also available on 100.5 FM. Joining us is Kathy Sheehan, the mayor of Albany. If you have uh, questions uh, for the mayor, uh, you can uh, send them uh, to us by email. That's Ask Kathy with a K at albanyny.gov. I know uh, you would like to talk about presidential politics. We've done this in the past, but this was the week of the first of the debates between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. What did you think? Well, I thought that it was clearly a demonstration that Hillary Clinton is the most qualified candidate in this race and that she's ready to be president. I thought she did an outstanding job. We had a debate watch event at the Madison Theater. It was an overflow crowd. It was a diverse crowd, uh, diverse in age and diverse in you know people's backgrounds. And so it was great to see a lot of people come out and enthusiastically supporting Hillary Clinton for president. And uh, as as Secretary Clinton has said, she's looking forward to the next two debates. So I really thought that she was incredibly substantive and that she demonstrated the type of temperament, the type of thoughtfulness that we need in a president, particularly in these difficult times. And she's also a candidate, the only candidate who has ever done anything to help the little guy. Her life has been before politics about ensuring that people have access that uh, we that children have access to a good education that children have health care so she has demonstrated time and time again so as we have anxiety and I know there are a lot of people who have anxiety about their own futures and their children's futures uh, we've got to be in this together but we need a president who has demonstrated that they've worked for us their whole life and that's what Hillary Clinton has done but yet Donald Trump uh, and Hillary Clinton are very close in the in the polls I mean she's not it doesn't seem to be um, you know, starting to exceed him in the polls. You know, I think that it is clear that there are people who are frustrated, and I put them into two categories. You know, I heard an individual on the radio who said that what's wrong with America is that there was a Black Lives Matters rally at his daughter's high school 
Um, you know, that's not what's wrong with America. That's what's right with America. America, in America, we have freedom of speech. We have the freedom to express ourselves. So, you know, if, if that's what somebody thinks is wrong with America, then, you know, they're saying, let's throw out the Constitution. Um, I think that other people say what's wrong with America is that we have too much regulation. It's too difficult for the little guy to get ahead. And I think there, clearly, while Donald Trump claims that he's got all this business acumen, he's gone bankrupt at least four times. I don't think that he's ever been in it for anything other than himself. And he said that over and over again, you know, that the the mortgage crisis was good for him and good for his business, that it's good, that he's smart, that he doesn't pay taxes. You know, those are things that I think uh, don't move us forward. They certainly don't help the little guy. And I think that, that, that individuals who heard that and who really listen have to understand that if they want to see change, that we need a president who gets it and who is going to really fight for them. And that's Hillary Clinton. You took City Hall on the road again this week. It was a visit to the Pine Hills Elementary School. How did that go? It was great. We had another outstanding crowd turn out. A lot of people came and shared ideas with me about what they're seeing in their neighborhood. We had a lot of people who were able to interact one-on-one with the commissioners, talking about the rezone and looking at the rezone map, talking to our special events office. So it was interesting. The first individual that showed up at the Pine Hills event said, um, you know, people sign up to meet with me because there mm-hmm. tends to be a line. But uh, then this individual was told, well, while you're waiting, you can talk to any of the commissioners. And he said, you mean I can just walk up to them and talk to them? Um, <laughs> oh, so yeah. there were a lot of people who were expecting a different format. I think they thought they would be sitting in chairs and we'd be talking at right, them. Right, right. And so uh, that was the last one for the year. But uh, it was a success, so we hope to bring it back in 17. Well, you know, that's a good point, because I've gone to a lot of government meetings over the years, and usually it's the official sitting there talking first and then a little time for questions. It sounds like this particular event, it's all questions? Is that- yes, we have tables set up with information. If you're looking for a job with the city, if you want to understand what's going on with our recreation department, if you want to share with the commissioner of recreation an idea that you have about a program, that's an opportunity. People can come. They can walk right up to the tables and interact. You can get information, uh, applications, and it's a, a great opportunity for you to really interact with City Hall without worrying about your parking meter running out. <laughs> okay. A question on LarkFest. I see uh, there's talk of dropping the sale of alcoholic beverages from next year's Lark Fest, the big Lark Street Music and Craft Festival. What do you think? You know, that's going to really be up to the Lark Street bid. Uh, they run that event, and I know that, it, you know, obviously events are more expensive when we allow open containers. So uh, that's an event where we block off the street and give them an open container permit, and that does drive up the cost of those types of events. So I think that they're really looking at what the right balance is for the neighborhood and what they want that event to be known as. It, it ended earlier this year, uh, and I think that, you know, they're really looking at how do we make this an event that is affordable, accessible, and fun. And uh, on the cultural scene, you bestowed your first key to the city. I believe it's the first key to the city, correct me if I'm wrong. That's right. To uh, Albany Symphony Orchestra conductor david allen miller what what are his accomplishments well well first of all you know when david allen miller came here 25 years ago and that was really the occasion of of giving him this key there were many of us who said oh i wonder how long we'll have him 
uh, because his talent was just so immense. And for him to have committed himself to this orchestra for 25 years is truly remarkable and culminated in a Grammy Award for Best Instrumental Album for the Albany Symphony Orchestra in 2014. He's really just done an outstanding job. And his passion with young people and any of any parent in the capital region who's taken advantage of the ASO schools program has seen Cowboy Dave, where he dresses up like a cowboy and conducts the orchestra, um, you know, really reaching children where they are. And so I think that uh, he is well deserving because he has really helped to elevate the cultural fabric of our entire region. Pastures Housing. Albany has uh, celebrated the completion of rehabilitation work on 81 buildings uh, with uh, provide housing to low- and moderate-income families on Herkimer Street in the Pastures area. What work was uh, done there, and how they, is it financed? Well, they completely renovated these residential units. It's, you know, that many buildings, uh, but 246 residential units. Um, and they used a variety of funding mechanisms, including uh, low-income tax credits, uh, thanks to Governor Cuomo and to the um, Home and Communities Renewal Program, which provided them with some of the funding. And so uh, this was a big investment. These were affordable apartments that needed a facelift. They needed to be modernized. It's one of my favorite neighborhoods in the city because it feels like you have literally stepped back in time. It's, it's quiet. It's peaceful. And the buildings are absolutely beautiful. So to have that be affordable is really, again, uh, for the city of Albany, one of the things that's unique about us and one of the things that I think makes, makes us such a great city. Let's go to a couple of uh, shout-outs. I just uh, uh, saw this, a new movie, an open casting call held this week for Derailed, a new feature-length thriller due to be filmed uh, in the month of October in the region. Filmmakers have rented production offices in downtown Albany, and that's according to Albany Film Commissioner Debbie Godicki. That's a city position or no? That is a position within the Albany County Convention and uh, Visitors Bureau, but there is a film coalition. We're now working across the region because when a, a, any film, I mean, going back to Ironweed, which was so famously filmed here, some of those scenes were filmed in Troy, somewhere in Albany, and so we're really looking to market ourselves as a region for filmmaking. It is conveniently located to New York City. It's far more affordable. And we have uh, the ability for people to take advantage of state tax credits when they come up here and, and shoot films. Parking lots. The city is sealing and striping parking lots. It's just uh, routine maintenance. That's right, but it's much needed. Um, we have a number of, uh, of uh, parking lots that need to be um, upgraded and updated. Uh, this is being done by the parking authority, and uh, hopefully they will get that work done as quickly as possible. And breathing lights uh, throughout Albany and also Schenectady and Troy through December 1, these uh, buildings that are vacant, as I understand it, that have these light displays, they'll be shown to the public? That's right. So, um, you know, this is kicking off and we're really excited. Uh, please stay tuned. You can Google breathing lights and get all of the details about where to go, when to go. There are going to be, uh, there's an interactive location map. There are going to be walking tours. There are going to be, uh, art, street art projects that are, uh, mm -hmm. included with this. So more to come.